Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Easy question first. I'll just have you say your first and last name for me so I don't get the pronunciation messed up. Madison Katzenberger. Madison Katzenberger, um, born and raised in Monroe, Wisconsin? Yes. Can you tell me about uh, how you grew up, where you grew up? Yeah, so I grew up on the south side of Monroe um, on a registered Hereford farm with my parents and my two older siblings. Uh, We raise registered Herefords, show them all across the country, um, state, county, national levels, you know, all of it. And you're pretty involved, or the whole family's pretty involved in the Wisconsin, is it the Wisconsin Hereford Association? Yeah, so I'm actually a third-generation Hereford breeder. Our cattle farm started, Plum River Ranch started in a small town in actually Illinois. My great-grandpa and my grandpa got it together, and um, my dad had to move up to Wisconsin for work and just kind of, we have our own little herd here up in Wisconsin, and then the rest of them are down in Illinois. Yeah, and recently the Wisconsin Hereford Queen. Can you tell me about that experience and why you wanted to kind of be the face of the Wisconsin Hereford Association for young people? Yeah, so I was crowned the Wisconsin Hereford Queen last January. Um, They actually just crowned a new state queen, new Wisconsin Hereford Queen. Um, And I wanted to be kind of the face of the breed as the queen just because she gets to be in all the pictures and it just looks really nice when a state has a queen that can represent them not just at a show level but as like an agricultural level just kind of promoting the Hereford genetics in Wisconsin and promoting all the breeders as well. I want to reflect a little bit on that experience. What was the job like as Wisconsin Hereford Queen? What were the travel requirements? What were your talking points? Uh, Who were you talking to? Yeah, so as the Wisconsin Hereford Queen, I would go to all of the Wisconsin shows. I went to the Wisconsin State Fair. I went to the Wisconsin Preview Show and Open Jackpot Show in Jefferson and would go to numerous sales around Wisconsin, just kind of talk to the breeders, promote Hereford genetics, in not just in Wisconsin, but like in the Midwest region. And I really didn't travel outside of Wisconsin just because Wisconsin was my territory as the state queen. Um, but a lot of my talking points were just on who to contact if they were looking for a specific set of genetics. If they were looking for show genetics, I would tell them who to contact, like, oh, this person does a lot of that. Or if they were looking for more commercial, I would kind of just talk to them about that and just promote Herefords overall just on their characteristics and how they could improve their herds if that's what they were looking for. So you did that for about a year, a year, and... Why did you decide then to take it up to the next level and run for a national Hereford Queen? So I actually had my sights to be a national Hereford Queen when I was eight years old. Um, That was my first experience meeting a national Hereford Queen. I was in Oklahoma at a show with my dad, and the national queen came up and said, can I sit next to you? And as an eight-year-old, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, of course. Like I was just so like starstruck. I was like, I cannot believe the queen wants to sit next to me of all people. And so as I grew older, I kind of understood more of what the job entailed, what she did, not just that she was a pretty face that handed out awards at the showing. You know, she does a lot more than that. And I finally was at the point in my life that I was able to commit, 
110% to this role because it is a large responsibility. It's a big job. And I wanted to make sure that I was able to give all, give my all to serve the Hereford breeders around the nation. And so my job really is to be the face of the breed, be the face of the breeders, kind of promote Hereford genetics throughout the entire nation to all um, be producers, essentially. And I like to talk a lot about the Certified Hereford Beef Program and all of that um, and all that that entails and how people can become a part of it where some of the CHB is sold, all that kind of stuff, and I just get to promote a breed that I love and get to do something that I'm super passionate about with other people that feel the same. What is CHB? Certified Hereford Beef. Okay. Um, so can you tell me about what the running process was like? I, I assume it's a pretty competitive spot, and also to note, a Wisconsinite has only, you're the third Wisconsinite to ever hold the position. Yeah, so it is kind of a, a heavy experience or process to go through so to prepare I did a lot of studying on the Hereford industry you know who the people are all the different committees the executive committee for the AHA um, a bunch of the staff that also work for the American Hereford Association um, and I'm actually sponsored by the National Hereford Women so to know a lot of the programs that they have now and what kind of projects they're working on um, a a lot of the other studying that I did was on the Certified Herford Beef Program and how I can promote that better and just overall, a lot of the other stuff that they grade you on is overall poise, presentation, personality, and then I took a written test and did an in-person interview. So it's it's not an easy thing to go through. Um, I definitely felt very prepared just because I grew up in this industry. I know a lot of what it's about and you know, I was in school, I studied animal science so I knew quite a bit about just cattle in general, not just necessarily the Hereford breed, but what it takes to take care of an animal. And so, yeah, it was it was different, but it was a lot of fun and I had a lot of fun doing it. And it sounds like you're already having fun now that you're in the role, putting on a lot of miles already. We're talking in February and you've already gone cross country. Yeah. So I was crowned at the end of October in Kansas City, Missouri. And then in two weeks later, in November, I went out to Louisville. So I had two weeks to find all my white stuff. <laughs> it's kind of hard to find all, like, stuff that matches because there's a lot of different shades of white. But, um, yeah, so I went to Louisville, Kentucky, and then a couple weeks later I went out to Reno, Nevada in the be beginning of December. And then the first two weeks of January were very busy for me. First week I was in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma at the Cattlemen's Congress, and then the week after that, I flew out to Denver, Colorado for the National Western Stock Show. Wow. Yep. And then I just got back from Fort Worth, Texas, from the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. So I'm glad you mentioned having to find all your white stuff, because if you haven't laid eyes on the National Hereford Queen, she is dressed head to toe, all white, bridal, if you will. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of uh, yeah. how, it, how it kind of looks. But can you tell me the significance of the outfit? Yeah, so the National Hereford Queen wears white because white is a standout color. It makes her stand apart from the cattle. It makes her stand apart from the people. And actually, the state queens are not allowed to wear white or any of the sorts so that she stands out among the rest of the state queens as well. Um, but it's just something that's been a staple of the Hereford breed. You know, you see the queen doned in all white, and you know that she's a National Hereford Queen. Yeah. What are some of the questions you get from the public when you're out and about? Um, so a lot of the questions I get are, how do you keep your outfit white? 
<laughs> um, for that, I always just say, you know, you got to ask my mom. She's the she's the main person behind that. She does a lot for me. So I really appreciate her for that. Um, a couple of the other questions I get are, what is the difference between certified Hereford beef and certified Angus beef? And I tell them that, you know, there really isn't that much of a difference. You can use Hereford genetics on certified Angus beef qualifying cattle. And then you can sell that offspring as certified Hereford beef and certified Angus beef. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. Um, the only main difference, though, would be all the physical characteristics. Obviously, Angus are black and Herefords are red with white faces. Um, so just kind of those physical characteristics are different. A lot of the carcass characteristics are all the same. So that's really nice there that you can dually market those offspring. Um, couple of the other one other question that I get a lot is um, why I'm so passionate about the Hereford breed and you know I just I grew up in it it's something that I have been passionate about for my whole 22 years that I've been on this earth but um, their characters the Hereford characteristics are just something that just set them apart from all the other breeds you know they're very docile um, you can I can tell them all apart just by looking out in the past, you know, because each one is unique. They all have, I mean, they all have red bodies and white faces, but some of them have freckles, some of them have spots on their eyes, some of them have a whole white leg. You know, they're all different. They're all unique, and they're just super easy to work with. I mean, I've worked with a lot of different cattle, and i got to say, Herefords are definitely my favorite um, just because they are so easy to work with. They're so easygoing, so docile, and... Um, I also love that they are extremely efficient as far as like commercial animals and feedlot animals. You know, they gain more pounds per less feed fed. They also consume less water because they're consuming less feed. So just kind of that aspect that they're more efficient as far as the commercial and the feedlot industries as well. You know, you are um, in the heart of America's Dairyland. That's where your family beef farm is. And even just, we're here at your house, and just your neighbors are all are dairy producers too, everyone on the block, except for you guys. So do you ever get questions from dairy producers about um, kind of this, the next headline everyone's talking about, the dairy beef cross? Do you, or do you ever get questions on that or anything? Can, really. can you speak to that at all? I mean, I could, but I don't really get a lot of questions on okay. it. Okay. I will say that I will say it is nice to have dairy farmers as your neighbors because if you ever need colostrum or you ever need milk or you ever need something, all you got to do is just drive up the road and be like, hey, uh, can I have some of such and such? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. They're just everyone in the cattle industry is just super nice. And it's just really nice to have neighbors that are looking out for each other. Now, Madison, you're it sounds like this National Hereford Queen takes a lot of your time but it's not the only thing you're doing you're also a full-time um i forgot your embryologist embryologist can you tell me about the work that you do professionally yeah so i went to school at uw platteville uh, with a major in animal science and a minor in spanish i was originally planning on being a large animal vet that was my goal that was my dream and then i got to college and took my repro class and i just kind of fell in love with all the all that went into that and so I wanted to be an embryologist and so basically I work for Bobotech USA in Madison Wisconsin and basically my job is to create high quality embryos for our clients all across the world 
because we do a lot of um, international exports as well for embryos. And so I get the embryos after they're fertilized. I don't do the fertilization process, but I get them afterwards, and then I will prepare them for um, grading and do some predictions on how I think that they're going to perform on day six and day seven. And I just get the embryos ready to either be fresh shipped out to our clients to be um, put in on day seven fresh, or I get them ready for them to be frozen, to be used whenever, basically. And I just, I really love my job. It's something that I didn't think I would fall in love with, but I did. And I'm so glad that I am at Bovatech because it's just, it's great. I love it so much. Do you see yourself um, raising Herefords in the future, taking over the, the family business? Yeah, I do. I do see myself having my own herd of Herefords. Um, there's a couple animals here on our farm that I told my dad, I'm like, you're not allowed to get rid of them. I need them when I'm older. They're going to be like my, my herd starters. But, yeah, I definitely foresee myself owning my own herd of Hereford cattle. And then, Madison, this just popped in my mind. I had to ask. When you're out traveling, how do you – what have you noticed? How does, like, Wisconsin's beef or Hereford industry compare to that of other states? Are there similarities? Are there big differences? Um, I would say that one of the biggest differences, especially since I've been traveling more, like, in the colder seasons – um, Wisconsin cattle do better in cold weather. They just have more hair, um, and they, I just, I feel like they are a lot better at having or adapting to colder weather. I was just in Texas, and I mean, the people were telling me that it was cold, and it was like 40 degrees. I was like, um, it's like 20 back in, like I left, and it was 20 degrees, and it's going to be negative all next week. And they're like, oh, man, that's just too cold. Like, the cattle would be way too cold for that. So, um, but as far as quality, there's quality throughout. Um, I mean, I have yet to see a Hereford that is low quality throughout the nation. So I think Hereford breeders around the nation are doing a very good job of that, of making, of having consistent genetics throughout. I mean, obviously, you're going to have um, landscape genetic or landscape differences as far as, like, where you are in the region. But other than that, I mean, Hereford is a Hereford. It's going to be quality no matter what. Do you get to travel internationally at, at all? Um, I don't. I would love to if I could. But there's, I mean, there's really no reason for me to travel overseas. But oh, Yeah, I guess. Okay, anything else I'm not asking you that I should be asking about your role as National Hereford Queen or your experience thus far? Um. I would say one thing that's interesting about me is that I wear Christmas socks at every show and with with all of my white stuff and even before I was a queen I it's kind of my staple, you know, Christmas every day. Treat every day like Christmas. Wow, okay. <laughs> that's some, so now next time we see you we'll be looking at your feet if we see you at a show. All right. That's that was everything I wanted to know. 